Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. This is Basketball History 101 with Rick Loiza. Welcome back to award-winning Basketball History 101, part of the Sports History Network. I am your host, Rick Loiza, and this is the podcast where we bring to life some of the forgotten stories from basketball history. We are bringing old-school basketball to a new-school audience, and today we bring you a short bonus episode to celebrate the start of the new NBA season. Starting tonight, the Denver Nuggets embark on their journey to defend their title. They play tonight's opening game against the LA Lakers, which happens to be my favorite team. So as we begin the 23-24 season, who do you think will win the whole thing? Denver looks as strong as they did last year, but it is a very crowded field in the Western Conference as the Warriors, Grizzlies, Lakers, Suns, and Mavericks all look to make some noise. In the Eastern Conference, it looks like the Celtics, the Heat, and maybe the 76ers are going to make a run, but you never know. That is why they play the games. As Rashid Wallace once said, the ball don't lie. The games will show us who is for real and who is not. But anyway, I wanted to do this bonus episode to share a story that was just too short to make a full episode. I want to talk about Wilt Chamberlain's old house in LA. When he was traded from the 76ers to the Lakers in the summer of 1968, he decided to have a custom home built for himself in the exclusive Bel Air neighborhood overlooking downtown LA. Built on a hill, the home had incredible views. It was a great place to host parties or small get-togethers. But Will Chamberlain could not just build any home. It had to be unique both inside and out. Inspired by the architecture of Frank Lloyd Wright, he wanted a home with unusual angles and support beams. However, he decided to have the home feature triangle shapes rather than the rectangle shapes that were so prominently featured in Wright's architecture. Also, the house had to fit its owner, a man who was seven foot one. So the home featured countertops that were much higher than a normal home. The cabinets were set up on the wall, again, much higher than in a normal home. Every single doorway was 10 feet tall, requiring custom-made doors. Even the stairs were extra large to accommodate his extremely long legs. When his guests came over to the house, it was like watching little kids try to climb the stairs or reach in vain for the top shelf in a cabinet. Average sized people were completely dwarfed by this house. The entire upstairs was one large bedroom with a retractable roof so that he could fall asleep under the stars. His favorite constellation to look at was Ursa Major, which contained the asterism known as the Big Dipper. And if you recall, Will Chamberlain's favorite nickname was the Big Dipper. His closest friends would call him Dip for short. The name came from a time when dunking was outlawed. Wilt would go to the basket and since he could not dunk it, he would softly drop the ball into the basket like he was dipping his hand into a cookie jar. So for this incredibly unique home built for a giant, there was no better name for the house than Ursa Major because that is where you find the Big Dipper. So, good luck to all of the NBA teams as they start the season tonight. I will be pulling for the Lakers, just as I have since I was eight years old. So, thank you for joining me, take care, and see you soon.
This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.